to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. We are wrapping up the week here on I Love Old Time Radio. Welcome, Old Time Radio fans. I'm your host, Virtual Vinny. You can interact with us via social media on our Facebook page at I Love Old Time Radio or on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. You can send feedback via the contact form on our website at I Love Old Time Radio.com or you can leave a voice message using the anchor.fm app. If you enjoyed this program, please take the time to rate and review us at review.iloveoldtimeradio.com. This will be our last show of the first season here on I Love Old Time Radio. Next week, we'll be going over what we plan to do on season number two. I Love Old Time Radio produces a new show every Monday through Friday each day with a different theme. Fridays, we hope to say the secret word on You Bet Your Life. This episode originally aired on June 21st, 1950. So, George, what is that secret word? Ladies and gentlemen, the secret word tonight is hand. H-A-N-D. Really? You'll bet your life. The DeSoto Plymouth Dealers of America present Groucho Marx in You'll Bet Your Life, a comedy quiz series produced and transcribed from Hollywood. And here he is, the one, the only... There must be some mistake. He's in jail. Oh, that's me, Groucho Marx. Thank you. Well, here I am again with $1,500 for one of our couples. George Fenneman? Fenneman? Is it Fenneman or Fenneman, huh? <laughs> George Fenneman? Who's first to try for it? We invited some bachelors and some spinsters to the show who've been attending night school. And just before we went on the air, our studio audience selected Miss Gertrude Trenner and Mr. Bob Hughes. Folks, meet Groucho Marx. Welcome, kids, with the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers. And if you say the secret word, you divide $100 in cash. It's a common word, something you always have with you. A bachelor and a spinster, <laughs> and you, you both go to night school. Huh? Looks very promising. <laughs> Before we're through, I hope to be singing Oh, Promise Me. Huh? <laughs> Can you sing Oh, Promise Me? Off key, possibly. Let's hear it. Oh, promise me that you and I will meet again. <laughs> well, now I know why you're a bachelor, huh? Very good. I like that singing. I, it had a nice, nice, honest quality about it. <laughs> it was flat but honest, huh? <laughs> Mr. Uh, Gertrude Trenner, is that the way? Yes. You, where are you from, uh, Gertrude? Well, I'm originally from Detroit, Michigan. You're, you're the bachelor, Mr. Hughes? That's right. You're not the fellow who ran for president against Wilson, huh? <laughs> I can't grow a beard. You know, it's a very interesting story. Have I got time to tell a story? Well, you know, Hughes ran against uh, Wilson. He went to bed that night in uh, Washington under the impression that he had been elected. Around 4 o'clock in the morning, the reporter came from the Associated Press and knocked on the door, and Hughes' ballot came to the door. 
and uh, said, uh, the president has left word not to be disturbed. And the reporter says, well, you tell the president when he wakes up that he's not president. <laughs> it's not very funny, but it's informative, and I thought... It was... Has anything embarrassing ever happened to you, Gertrude? Uh, several things. One I can remember is when uh, I thought I was a pretty good cook. I was going to make some cream spinach. Something new, see? Very new cream spinach. <laughs> but I boiled the sink stopper up in the spinach. <laughs> well, that gives it a very nice flavor, you know. Economical this way. It was the same shade as the spinach. It was a green, and so I ground it right up. Gertrude, I think even a sink stopper would improve spinach. <laughs> You're a very attractive woman. You, you've never been married? No, I've never been married. Why not? Well, I don't know just how it happened, but. <laughs> I mean, you don't know how it didn't happen, right? Huh? Gertrude, if you found an eligible bachelor who came up to your standards, and I assume you have some standards. Uh, <laughs> you look like you have. Uh, would you marry a, a bachelor of that sort? Well, chances are I would. How much are the chances, uh, I mean? <laughs> Ten cents a chance? <laughs> well, Mr. Hughes, you're an eligible bachelor, aren't you? Well, I'm a bachelor. I don't know how eligible I am. <laughs> Brother, if you're a bachelor, you're eligible. <laughs> you think you could come up to uh, Miss Trenner's standards? Oh, possibly so. You don't know what they are, but you could come up to them. <laughs> you're even more eligible than I thought. Huh? <laughs> you go to night school, Gertrude? Is that right? Yes, I go to Sawyer School of Business. What night school do you attend, Mr. Hughes? Same school, Sawyer School of Business. Oh, I didn't. then you two are already acquainted, huh? No, we never had the pleasure of getting acquainted. Gertrude, why do you assume it would be a pleasure, huh? Well, we've been going to the same school, but we just never met. Well, uh, Gertrude, I'd like you to meet uh, Mr. Hughes here. <laughs> I now pronounce you man and wife. <laughs> Next contestants, huh? Well, perhaps I'm being too hasty. Let's find out something about you two. I think Gertrude is entitled to know what she's trapping here. <laughs> As a schoolboy, just how old are you, Mr. Hughes? Forty-three. Some schoolboy, huh? <laughs> if you haven't graduated by the time you're 65, my advice is to take your social security and quit. <laughs> That's what I did. How old are you, Gertrude? Oh, well, just you can lie if you want, all right? <laughs> younger than he is. So is the Great Wall of China. <laughs> what, are you, what are you taking at night school in addition to Mr. Hughes? <laughs> I'm taking the secretarial course. What does the secretarial course consist of in addition to learning how to take two hours for lunch? <laughs> you have to learn to type and have a good knowledge of grammar and Stenotypes used a lot now, or you can take shorthand. Gertrude, you're psychic. You just said hand, and that's the secret word tonight. 
So when you you and your partner <laughs> you and your partner split a hundred dollars in cash, compliments of the Dakota Plymouth Dealers of America. Now, well, what course are you taking at night school, Mister Hughes? Accounting. Why? To be an accountant. Huh? To be an accountant. Well, that accounts for it, I guess. <laughs> what I meant was, why do you want to be an accountant? Why? Pay is good. It's a profession. I always had a knack for figures. <laughs> Mr. Hughes, it's later than you think. <laughs> Gertrude, how do you like this fellow by now? Is he coming up to your standards? Well, yes, he is. He... <laughs> you find him a little shy? Yeah, I think he is a little shy. <laughs> well, that's bad. An accountant should never be shy, Mr. <laughs> The jails are full of accountants who are shy. <laughs> well, you make a very charming couple, and I'm sure you'll be very happy together. You're going to play your bet your life for a chance at the $1,500 question in just one minute. Like any good businessman... A DeSoto Plymouth dealer knows that the best way to make you a steady customer is to give you a fair deal every time you take your car there for service. He feels the same way when he sells you a DeSoto or a Plymouth, each of them of value in every sense of the word. The brilliant new DeSoto with its graceful sweeping lines puts surging power at your command. It offers you real operating economy. The new DeSoto is the car that lets you drive without shifting. And remember... All dealers who sell DeSoto also sell Plymouth, the car that likes to be compared. Now, let's see if you two will get a chance at the $1,500. Fenneman, tell them the rules. Each of our three couples has $20. They've had as much of that 20 as they want in each of four questions. The couple that earns the most money gets the chance at the $1,500 DeSoto Plymouth question at the end of the show. Our other two couples are in a waiting room off stage, so they don't know what's happening out here. Here we go. Let's see how I can build you $20. You selected slogans as your category. Here's your first question. How much of the 20 will you try? Ten. Who uses the slogan, when it rains, it pours? Leslie Salt. Martin Salt, I beg your pardon. What do you agree upon? Martin. Martin Salt is right. And on the way with $30, Groucho. All right, now you have $30. Remember, you're going for $1,500 tonight. Now, how much of the 30 will you try? Ten. Ten dollars. What sportswear uses the slogan, look for the flying fish? Catalina Swimsuits. Catalina Swimsuits is right. <laughs> They're still climbing. We have forty dollars now. All right, here's your third question. How much of the forty will you try? Thirty. Who uses the slogan, the candy with the hole in the middle? Lifesavers. Lifesavers is right. They're really on their way. They have $70. All right, you got $70. Here's your last chance to beat the other couples. How much of the 70? 50. 50. Who uses the slogan, the pours that refreshes? Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola is right. And they wind up with $120. Thanks and good luck on your marriage from the DeSoto Plymouth dealer. Now, don't go away. You may get the chance at the big question. Groucho, the secret word is still hand. Perhaps our next couple will say it. Just before we went on the air, our studio audience selected a men's tailor and a housewife. And here they are, Mrs. Mary Bell Daly 
And Mr. Jack Collins, meet Groucho Marx. Welcome to You Bet Your Life, folks. And if you say the secret word, you'll split $100 between you. It's a common word, something you always have with you. Mr. Jack Collins, huh? You're a men's tailor, eh? Yes, sir. Where, where are you from, Mr. London. Collins? I'm from London. From London? Yes. Where about? London. <laughs> England. Well, that's in London, I guess. <laughs> How long have you been over here? Two years. Two years. Do you like it over here? Very much indeed. How is the tailoring business? Very good. Thought maybe it'd be just so-so, you know. <laughs> that's not very funny. Yes, it? it was funny about 25 years ago when I first started. Pardon me while I pull your scissors out of my chest. Huh? <laughs> Are you married? Yes, sir. Then you're really sewed up, huh? <laughs> how, how did you meet your wife? Well, a boyfriend of mine asked me to meet her and give his apologies for not being able to turn up, and I married her. <laughs> what about the boyfriend? Are you still good friends? We are, I believe. Uh, were you grateful to, to him for this? I think he was grateful. <laughs> so you're pretty good, uh, Mr. Collins. You're uh, you're the housewife, uh, Miss uh, Daly. Yes. Where, where where are you from? I'm from the East Coast. East Coast of what? <laughs> Hamilton, Ohio. How is the beach there? Is it very loud? <laughs> Ah, oh, to go safe bathing in Hamilton, Ohio. <laughs> wonderful experience. I played Hamilton, Ohio. You, you're married, huh? Yes. How did you meet your husband? Well, I was collecting uh, pots for lamp bases, for uh, bases of the lamps, you know, and I had quite a collection, and uh, I got stuck on this one, this pot shop. And, uh... You got stuck on a pot shop? <laughs> No, I saw this little uh, pot, and I was interested in it. Uh, you wanted it to grow up to be a big pot? <laughs> and uh, and uh, so they were having a sale there. They were having an auction sale, and I went there, and uh, I had to wait a long time to bid on this pot. And um, <laughs> so uh, this fellow started bidding on this pot, too. And uh, I was uh, looking at it, and he had his hand on it. And... Well, you just said hand, and since that's tonight's secret word, you and your partner spent $100 in cash, compliments of the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers of America. Now, let's get on to the second part of the story, huh? <laughs> He was bidding on it, and I was, but I won out. But I had to pay $20 for that old pot, and it wasn't really, <laughs> it wasn't really worth it. But So uh, after the uh, sale, he met me outside, and he gave me a piece of his mind. And I... <laughs> Did he have much to spare? <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I found out that he had a collection of uh, different lamps the same as I did. We had lunch together, and uh, so he had a collection I did, too, and he just added me to his collection. <laughs> That's a charming story. <laughs> and you just collect them for the bases, is that it? I still do, and I love it. Do you touch all the bases in the morning when you get up? And no. <laughs> now, what do you do as a, as a custom tailor, Mr. Collins? I'll make suits and measurements to your measurements. Then you're really a couturier, is that it? Uh, you're thinking of women. 
How did you know? Well, <laughs> suppose I walk, just walked into your store and I wanted a suit. Now, start at the bottom and go through the whole thing. Huh? Well, we don't start at the bottom, start at the waist. <laughs> I don't care where you start. Only hurry up, Mr. <laughs> now, what do you want to know? Well, I want to know what sort of material you want. Uh, gabardine or tweed or charmaine or struik or all sorts of material. Charmaine, that's a Chinese kimono, isn't it? <laughs> What's a charmaine? Charmaine is uh, more of a uh, American style of gabardine. All right, now I've decided on the material. Now, uh, what do you do? Well, we take your measurements. Uh, watch your chest. My chest? Uh-huh. <laughs> Solid cedar. It keeps the moths out, huh? <laughs> and waste? No waste. I use a garbage disposal. <laughs> All right, now you got my measurements. Now what do you do? Well, we, we uh, take a deposit. All right. All right, so you have my nickel. Now what happens? Huh? How much is all this going to cost me? Oh, anything running up to about uh, $500. The suit can run all the way to $500? About $500, yeah. Well, if it runs to $500, I won't be in it, huh? <laughs> now, Mrs. Daly, wake up. How does all this sound to you? <laughs> Very sensible. Well, go back to sleep. <laughs> now, you two are going to work together as a team for a chance at the $1,500 DeSoto Plymouth question. I can't tell you how much our first couple won, but Fenneman's going to remind our listeners. The bachelor and the spinster won $120. Here we go. Let's see how high I can build you $20. You selected royal families as your category. Now, here's your first question. How much of the 20 would you try? Ten. What country was ruled by the House of Bourbon? Bourbon. B-O-U-R-B-O-N. France. France or Spain, that's right. We're on the way, they have $30. The minute I see Bourbon here, I go all to pieces, huh? <laughs> Remember, you're going for $1,500 tonight. Now, you've got $30. How much are you going to risk? $20. $20. What country was ruled by the House of Savoy? Uh, Italy. Italy is correct. <laughs> They're climbing, they have $50. Now you have $50. Here's your third question. How much of the 50? 40. The Ming Dynasty ruled what country? The Ming Dynasty? China. China is correct. They're really up there now with $90. You've got $90, and here's your last chance to beat the other couples. How much of the 90 will you try? 80. The House of Windsor ruled what country? England. England is right. And they wind up with $170. Thanks and good luck to the Soda Plymouth dealers, and I will soon know against the chance at the $1,500 question. Friends, here's something of personal interest to every car owner. At a Soto Plymouth dealers, your car is serviced by expert mechanics who use equipment that has been factory designed or approved. I knew a girl who was factory designed. She was built like a tank. <laughs> and when this kind of car equipment is used to check your car, it means money in the bank to you. This is known as a checking account. So don't take chances with your car, whatever its make or age. Drive in to a DeSoto Plymouth dealer's for the best in service, courteous service, service at a fair price. All right, Fenneman, who's leading in the battle for the $1,500 question? Well, the tailor and the housewife are ahead with $170, and the secret word is still hand. Groucho, we invited some physicians to the program tonight, as well as some people who work in doll hospitals. 
And just before we went on the air, our studio audience selected Mrs. Elsa Phillips and Dr. Alfred Douglas. And here they come. Folks, meet Groucho Marx. Welcome for the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers. And if you say the secret word, you'll divide $100. It's a common word, something you always have with you. Mrs. Uh, Phillips. Is that right? That's right. Elsa Phillips. Uh, you're a doll doctor? That's right. Where, where are you from? Uh, I'll call you Elsa. Huh? I'm from Los Angeles, California. And Dr. Uh, Douglas? What kind of a doctor are you? MD. What's that mean? Money down? <laughs> well, that's medical doctor. Medical doctor. Well, that's money down, all right. Huh? <laughs> are you married, Doc? Yes. How'd you meet your wife? Did she breathe sweet nothings into your stethoscope? Huh? <laughs> no, I met her at a uh, sorority party while I was in medical school. She was uh, the subject of a, a professional hypnotist who was demonstrating there. Uh, he... Uh, got her in a hypnotic trance and suggested that she go out and find the most handsome man in the audience. For some strange reason, she picked me. I don't think there was anything strange about that. The woman happened to be asleep. <laughs> Mrs. Phillips, do you have any real dolls at home? I have one daughter. One, how old? Nineteen. Well, what are some of the new dolls? Uh, it seems dolls today are a lot trickier than they were when I was a little girl. Well, we have the uh, Dighty dolls and the Baby Coo dolls. The Dighty dolls, the Dighty Baby Coo dolls. Doll. <laughs> well, just what is a Coo doll? It's a doll when you pinch it, it coos like a baby. Not the dolls I pinched, huh? <laughs> where, where is your doll hospital? It's the American Doll Hospital at 239 Northwestern Avenue in Los Angeles. And uh, there's no doll too badly broken that can't be repaired. You know, that plug won't do you a bit of good. Uh, very few dolls listen to this program. <laughs> uh, Dr. Douglas, uh, where, where is your office? In Sherman Oaks. Don't you want to uh, do a little advertising? Well, professional ethics prevent my saying exactly where. Are you just, are you implying that Mrs. Phillips is a quack? <laughs> There's a difference between us. There's a difference between you. You're very discerning, Doc. There certainly is. <laughs> Anything embarrassing ever happen around your office, like sewing up your nurse inside of a patient? <laughs> Nothing uh, very embarrassing. Uh, I recently bought a new stethoscope, and uh, when trying it out on my own heart, I couldn't hear the pulse beat or the heartbeat anywhere on the chest. But, uh... Semper a doctor? <laughs> No, I found out one of my associates uh, heard that I had a new stethoscope and plugged up the earpieces. That's known as playing games in the office, huh? Eight patients in the other room dying, and they Isn't that the uh, Hippocratic Oath? Uh, I think don't so. Don't plug yeah. up the stethoscope or something? <laughs> Now, Mrs. Phillips, let's gab about dolls for a while. What's the most common complaint among your patients? Oh, they become unstrung. <laughs> what do you do for a doll that's all unstrung? Does she lie down on the psychiatrist's couch and tell you everything? No, we just string them. What do you think the psychiatrist does? <laughs> What's the most common complaint among uh, your victims, Doc? Well, I would say the common cold is probably the most frequent complaint. Uh, then there are the other contagious diseases, measles, chicken pox, 
moving part. Well, how do you treat them? For example, what do you do for a common cold? Well, despite uh, all the publicity to the contrary, there really is no cure. I usually uh, tell them to take a shot of whiskey and take a hot bath and go to bed until they get over it. Do you get a cut from old Taylor? <laughs> you seriously think that's as good as anything else? A shot of whiskey and a hot bath? I sincerely think so. Well, do you take the whiskey before the bath or after, or isn't that important? Well, they can drink it while they're in the tub. <laughs> Wouldn't it be simpler to just bathe in whiskey and, uh, and forget about the water? Huh? I can't wait till I get a cold again. Let's get clinical again, Elsa. Pretend I'm a doll and uh, there's something uh, wrong with my head. Now, what are you going to do? What's wrong with your head? It's cracked, but that's not what's bothering me. <laughs> I can't turn my head, that's all. Now, how are you going to fix it? Well, what is your head made of? What kind of a head is it? I got it off a stein of beer. <laughs> Doc, how would you treat me if I came into your office and complained of a stiff neck? Well, in a man of your age, we'd have to make a very careful diagnosis. <laughs> but after a... Like uh, what? Well, uh, we'd have to make a very careful neurological examination. Then we'd probably hook you up to the diathermy machine and uh, finish off by baking you with ultraviolet. Sounds very interesting. Huh? <laughs> I've never been baked with violet. <laughs> Fried with Doris and boiled with Lulu. <laughs> but being baked with Violet sounds most intriguing. <laughs> well, Mrs. Phillips, it looks like I'm back in your doll hospital. How are you going to fix my head? Well, first I'd have to take it off. Doc, I'm back in your office. Uh, where's Violet? I want to get baked. Uh, after talking to you two, I realize the human body is a remarkable thing, and I only wish I had one. <laughs> now, you two are going to work together as a team for a chance at the $1,500 DeSoto Plymouth question. I can't tell you how much the other couples won, but Fenham is going to remind our listeners how much you have to beat. The tailor and the housewife are ahead with $170. Here we go. Let's see how high I can build you $20. You selected uh, uses of money as your category. Here's your first question. How much of the 20 will you try? Ten. Ten. What is the charge for the privilege of crossing a bridge called? Toll. 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 Brother Whaley, I have $30. All right, you got $30. Remember, you're going for $1,500 tonight. Now, how much of the $30 will you bet? 25 What is the money paid as a penalty for something? Fine. Call. Fine. Fine. <laughs> Fine. You have $55. How much are you going to try? 50 all right. What is the money call that you give to a charitable organization? Donation. Donation. The donation, donation is right. Now they have one hundred and five dollars. Got one hundred and five dollars, and how much are you going to risk? Oh. What is the money paid in addition to the regular wages called? Bonus. Bonus. Bonus is right. And they wind up with two hundred and ten dollars. With their $210, get the chance to be total $1,500 question. 
just one visit to a DeSoto Plymouth dealer, friends, and you'll find out for yourself. That dealer wants you for a steady customer. That's why all the folks working for him try so hard to please you in every way they can. And besides giving your car the best service job you can get anywhere, a DeSoto Plymouth dealer charges a fair price. He sees to it the work is done promptly, and he strongly believes in service with a smile. He does all this to prove to you that he appreciates your business. He hopes you'll come back whenever your car needs service of any kind, no matter what make of car you drive. So next time your car does need attention, drive in where you'll see the sign of a friendly DeSoto Plymouth dealer. And here's the physician and the doll doctor, the winning couple, all ready for the DeSoto Plymouth $1,500 question, Groucho. All right, let's see how sharp you are on this. Here we go for $1,500. Ready? I'll give you 15 seconds to decide on a single answer between you, so think carefully and please, no help from the audience, here it is. The longest battle of our Civil War was the Seven Days Battle. What city was the objective of this historic conflict? What's the answer you two have decided upon? Gettysburg. Uh, no, I'm, I'm sorry. It's Richmond, the capital of the Confederacy. So that means the big question next week will be worth $2,000. Well, you lost the big money, but you won $210 in the quiz. Congratulations and thanks to both of you. You Bet Your Life is a John Goodell production. Transcribed from Hollywood, directed by Robert Dwan and Bernie Smith. Music by Jerry Fielding. Be sure to tune in again next Wednesday night at this time for the Groucho Marx Show, You Bet Your Life, presented by the more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers of America. And remember, all dealers who sell DeSoto also sell Plymouth. Two great cars, both products of the Chrysler Corporation. And don't forget, next week the big question will be worth $2,000. Good night, folks, and remember... Just be sure to see your DeSoto Plymouth dealer. Folks, here's a tip from the National Safety Council. Good drivers always signal. Do you? This is George Fenneman signing off for the more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers from coast to coast. Listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. Welcome back. You know, I've said this in the past, and I'll probably say it again in the future. I wonder what ever happened to some of these people. Like this, the first contestants, they both go to the same night school. Did they seek each other out after the show? Did they go out for coffee or whatever people did in the 1950s? Did they start dating? Did they get married? Did they have kids?
And that's going to conclude our show here on I Love Old Time Radio. This program can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, Stitcher, Spotify, and on our host, Anchor.fm. You can listen to us on your Alexa device through TuneIn or iHeartRadio. For a full list, visit our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com and to find the best location that suits you. Like us on Facebook at I Love Old Time Radio. Follow us on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. Comments and questions can be directed to our website at I Love Old Time Radio.com or leave a voice message using the Anchor.fm app. If you'd like to help support this show, you can do so at support.iloveoldtimeradio.com or by joining our Vintage Radio Club and get an extra episode a week. And speaking of Vintage Club members, this weekend, it's a light comedy about a marriage of convenience between an artist and a lady executive, and it's from the MGM Theater of the Air. It's called Third Finger, Left Hand. The Shadow returns on Monday, and Groucho will be back next Friday for some more You Bet Your Life. For I Love Old Time Radio.com, this is Virtual Vinny. See you next season. <laughs>